0: And welcome back to the McKean Media Podcast, season two. This is the podcast that brings business people into the spotlight as they share the dreams, fashion, stories with the world. My name is Christian McKean, and today I have the one and only Logan Faulkner here with me. Logan, what's your middle name? Blyze. Blyze. I think I might've known that. Yeah. Or Logan Blyze Faulkner. It's good to have you. Um, before we get started, I have a very, very important question to ask you, Logan. This is not one that I sent you, uh, but I have to know, how much sleep did you get last night? Because if it's not seven and eight hours, I just we probably have to reschedule this podcast because I want you at peak conversation capacity. So I just need to make sure that like you've slept good enough.
1: Yeah. It's about about seven. I got up early to train a client.
0: Okay. But. All right. All right. So you're more on the lower end, but you think you still got some yeah, energy. Pretty and stuff. sleepy, okay. but yeah, I'm okay. still here. All right. Well, we'll wake you up. We'll we'll have some conversation stuff. Actually, I'll I'll go ahead and introduce you. Uh, Logan's a trainer. He's a physical fitness trainer. He's my trainer, uh, which is why this is such an easy conversation to have is I'm like, this is the guy that I want to talk to. He is so great at what he does. I've gotten to the privilege to see his process of starting, of gaining clients, of his process of training, of training himself, which we can talk a little bit more about that too. Um, Logan has, worked so hard and gotten so swole that he literally has become too big for his britches. He has outgrown most of his clothes, yeah. if that's correct. Yeah. Um, you're actually doing this podcast without any clothes on. Uh, that's right. What
1: led to that decision? I was just curious. <laughs> well, basically, I mean, I'm a beach bum at heart, so I wouldn't wear clothes if I if I had a but, um, you,
0: But you do have to wear clothes yeah, for my podcast. Yeah, that yeah, was a requirement. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to <laughs> make
1: sure that that got out there. <laughs> yeah no um it's funny. I actually gained more weight than I thought I was going to um where do you weigh right now- ar- around one ninety it's like one eighty seven one eighty eight okay, something like that yeah, and so um anyways, yeah, within like two to three months, I outgrew most of my shorts and pants, yeah um which has been kind of fun.
0: So you've had to go buy new clothes or yeah. you just deal with it? And you just wear super tight everything. It's,
1: it's a bit of both. It's a <laughs> bit of both. Like I definitely had to go on a little shopping spree. Um, but uh, I mean, I like to wear tight stuff anyways. So.
0: Uh, yeah, well, there you go. And I know that you're a huge Marvel fan mm-hmm. and Marvel's something that I love as well, but one of the things that you're doing is a superhero training program. So that's kind of cool to see that passion of yours Mm -hmm. start to bleed in to what you do. And then you even started doing it on yourself, that program so that you can replicate it. Tell me a little bit about that. Like where did that come from? Um, Why, why is that one of your things that you want to do?
1: Yeah. So um, train superheroes. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, Uh, found this guy on the internet his name is Magnus Leadback okay Um, I think he's from Sweden Um, anyways his job is he trains celebrities for superhero roles um, in Hollywood and he's trained a lot of people that we know um, that that we've seen Um, that guy who did the new Tarzan Hmm. movie um, uh, the lady from Tomb Raider um Mm-hmm. And Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, That's the one.
0: Yeah. So Is the T silence. We don't really. Know. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Anyways, he's really good at his job, um, and he's really present in, in the entertainment industry, and I really respect that because I know that it takes a lot of hard work to get there. Mm-hmm. But basically, I have the same dream. Um, in essence, I want to be able to train. Um, Clients for superhero roles and for action hero roles, yeah, because of my passion for discovering um, the strength that lies within you Mm -hmm. Um, and being able to manifest that, being able to bring that out. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, how long have you been working out? Um, ever since I can remember, okay. My
0: so you just came out of the womb doing curls, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs)
0: just have like a 20 pound weight right there, (laughs) switching hands, yeah, yeah, right there, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: no, I've act, I've actually always been an active kid. Like I, uh, yeah, I've been working out. Um, I remember I have I have memories of of working out on the playground, like running around. Yeah. The, the jungle gym and doing yeah. like doing pull ups. Yeah. yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. and Winning like the flex arm <laughs> hang for third grade. Nice. Yeah, and just like really taking pee like seriously, unlike mm-hmm. most people. And <laughs> and like, but yeah, I mean. And, and, and there was a lot of reasons for that. I feel like um, one of them was because my dad was a Marine. And so he was just always this huge, jacked, like massive man mm-hmm. in, in my life. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, I aspired to be like him. Like I saw him working out on the Bowflex and running mm-hmm. trails. And so mm-hmm. that was like really natural in
0: mm-hmm. my upbringing. Did you ever consider doing the Marines?
1: Oh, yeah. I tried to join. Really? um, Yeah. I tried to join the Marines and the Navy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And and, um, interesting story. So, the reason that I got um, denied was uh, for medical reasons. Oh, okay. Because I have a blood clotting Mm. clotting disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, it's actually one of the bigger reasons why I love fitness is because this Disease, this chronic illness um, that I've had all my life, um, was such a limiting factor. Like it really kept me from pursuing these kind of dreams, like of the military, um, and even just like playing sports with other kids and all that stuff. I was very, I was I was very isolated um, growing up in kind of like the active, like physical, um, like recreational. Uh, you know like activities that mm-hmm. other kids were doing mm-hmm. and so fitness like exercise for me became a place of empowerment mm. a place of freedom wow
0: yeah wow mm-hmm. that's really cool yeah and so you're able to do that in your training where it's more controlled more focused yeah but then what happens if you get hurt when you're training yourself Because I saw that happen at one point. So what was your process like in that?
1: Yeah. So the cool thing about training and especially training with the intention of actually getting stronger and, um, and, and really like connecting with your, your body in the process is that there is this beautiful thing of injury prevention. Hmm. So I actually don't get hurt often, Hmm. um, because my joints, my, sinews um are strong and able to um protect me against injury but Mm -hmm. when it does happen Mm -hmm. um yeah it sucks like (laughs) so with with my disease um i so like with the last injury like i definitely spent a lot of time on crutches Mm. and so um with the last injury in particular so it was um an internal bleed to my foot um Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I wasn't able to go to the gym. I wasn't able to to really work out for probably probably a month. Wow. And yeah. Wow. So, I've kind of developed this mentality over time of like I'll do what I can. Yeah. And um and I th- I think that you've you've seen that, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of belief system. Totally. Me. There's always something, you
0: know, yeah. that you could do. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that must have been pretty hard because your whole life centers around training people, training yourself. I mean, you obviously have to have the passion for it if you're going to start some sort of business on something. And you definitely put in the work beforehand and then you're training people and then you get this injury and it's like, oh, okay, so my foot's out for four or five weeks. Like, what can I do? Mm -hmm. And so you're just like doing arms and stuff. Yeah,
1: lots of core, lots of like, yeah, Mm -hmm. just working around the Mm -hmm. the injury. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's always something you can do. I really like that because I think that a lot of people disqualify themselves, Mm. whether it's, um, they don't have enough time to do a full body workout and get their body in the shape they want it to be in, or they uh, maybe like, they just can't in some areas. Um, what would you say to people like that, who they, they feel like they're limited, um, and they want to go after something, but they just haven't found that, that drive yet, that motivation?
1: Yeah. Um, man, this is such a, such a good topic. I have a lot of experience with both sides of this, of like pushing myself way too hard with bodybuilding and eating very restricted. And then the other side of it, of like, um, or I'd say coming to this other side of it, of like finding true compassion and understanding for myself mm-hmm. presently. And in the process, Um, of doing that, it's really easy to be like, okay, so I have capacity Mm -hmm. for this much, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll do like two sets of push-ups and whatever, you know, and, and I feel like developing that kind of compassion and starting small, starting where you're at, Mm -hmm. um, is the key because like, it can, it can be so, um, like dread provoking to look at like, you know, an Instagram, like influencers, like mm-hmm. workout or their body or yeah. whatever. And be yeah. like, oh man, like I want to look like that. Mm-hmm. Got to get jacked. Got to do all this stuff. <laughs> but I think there's just this message inside of me that's burning to like, be like, what does it look like to pursue authentic health for you where you're at? Wow. Unashamedly. Wow. You know, and just to not um, drag yourself through the mud to get there. Yeah. And create problems in the future wow know? yeah that's so good uh, do you have anybody that you look up to
0: for yeah. for training for
1: for your business yeah yeah so i mentioned um magnus yeah um there's also this guy um he's on instagram speaking of influencers mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so it's a lot of influencers yeah there's an endless month um this guy obi vincent um he's he like originally did lot of CrossFit type stuff that's what he got famous for Mm -hmm. but he's this massive guy from the UK just so sweet so Mm -hmm. like silly goofy (laughs) and I really admire that he keeps his fun personality like in this thriving business that he has, where like he has thousands of followers, he's a wow. he does all these courses and yeah. you know sells these programs. Wow! But, but he just keeps the silliness, yeah, and he keeps it um, authentic, and I really respect that. That's but, really cool.
0: Yeah. Do you have any like friends, like people that you know directly that also train that you can just reach out to and ask questions, or are you more of flying solo with this whole process? It's definitely
1: yeah solo. Um, wow. Okay. The personal training. Realm can be a very, like, independent, isolating okay. type of okay. business, if you're not employed at a gym. Um, yeah, because which you were, which I, I I was, but not for training. Yeah, yeah. I, I have like five years of experience between three gyms working in the gym, like desk mm. jobs, but not personal training. Yeah, um, just being in the environment. Totally. But um, but yeah. So like. That kind of goes into the conversation of being self-employed versus mm-hmm. an employee somewhere. Right. You know?
0: Right. Right. Did you see anyone else? I mean, you worked for three gyms in five years. Did you see any of your coworkers ever branch off? Just the ones who were doing what you were doing—the the desk jobs and all that—leave and go do their own personal fitness training business.
1: Um, there was al- there's always talk of it. Cause yeah. Here, here's well, the of thing. course. Yeah. Because because here's the thing, like there. I didn't know it at the time, huh. but there's a reason why I worked at all these gyms and spent all this time there is because I I love what I do I love I love lifting I love um, the environment I love the challenge I love the community. Um, even though at the time I didn't know that like personal training was like my dream career, it was always something I wanted to do. It was in the back of my yeah. mind since yeah. I was like eighteen, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah it never kind of like seemed to me like the bigger goal until i eventually got to this place where like of awareness where i was just like i've been kind of sitting in the sidelines of this this environment Mm -hmm. and i want to be on the floor i want to you know i want to be like helping people move and yeah you know like live better lives yeah absolutely so
0: you're just kind of the The one out where you're like, I'm just going to go do this. I
1: guess. Yeah. I mean, so any, yeah, I guess to to recap, there's a lot of people that were in my position that like they're there because they love it. Yeah. And they might have, yeah, maybe needed an extra push. But they just Um, didn't. Yeah. A lot of the ones that I've seen haven't. Yeah. I've seen a couple, Mm -hmm. but like it's very rare. What was different for you? Uh, What was that factor? Marriage, (laughs) marriage. Yeah. Okay. Talk about that. Yeah. What what about marriage?
0: Made you start your own business?
1: (laughs) So I married an older woman, and (laughs) she's she's awesome. Um, How much older? Just four years. Okay. But um, that's that's not that much. Yeah. No. 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 But it's enough. for her to have her own career, um, she's a hairstylist, and so mm-hmm. she's very successful. She does really—I mean, I'm not just saying this, but like she does amazing work. And to see her thrive and doing her own thing, and even even throughout um, our engagement and early married life, her stepping out from a salon, going yeah. out on her own, yeah, um, really inspired me. Which is pretty much exactly what you did. Yeah. The gym, and yeah. Going out on your own, yeah. Wow. And she, you know, I just she's just such a great partner in that she really would challenge me in a really loving way. Like, mm-hmm. why, you know, like why don't you buy, you know, your CPT course, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff? Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, yeah. later, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, she saw she saw what was really in my heart, and she helped me uh, go
0: after it. Yeah. So would you say your wife inspired you to start yes. your business? Yeah, totally. Aww. She
1: inspires me all the time. That's cute. Yeah, it's terrible.
0: That's great. So on the subject of your your CBT license, yeah, what what was the process like in getting that? If somebody was like, "Yeah, I want to be a trainer, but I guess I need this license. What is that? What's that look like?"
1: Yeah. So this is also a really good question. Um, I would recommend that everyone get some sort of sort of certification license. Mm -hmm. Um, I went through NASM, um, National Academy of Sports Medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, basically you just buy a package online. It's a self-study. So, um, you do it at your own pace. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was, I mean, they all, they all vary in price. They can be, um, thousand dollars or more mm. but if you think of having it a whole career mm-hmm. for a thousand dollars yeah you know like, yeah totally it's pretty incredible you'd make it back yeah oh yeah and um, so anyways uh, yeah that's what I did I bought their one of their packages um, worked on my own mm-hmm. worked really hard I would I spend a lot of time in coffee shops yeah studied um, yeah took the test got certified but it didn't stop there this is I think my biggest piece of advice mm. after getting A certification is to continue learning and and don't just continue learning with more of these packages but continue learning um, based off of your personal conviction for what health and fitness looks like and really pursue um, new perspectives new truths um, answer answer questions that are really really prevalent you know in society and and that are just all over the place that's what I did I just really went after like I want to read as many books as I can mm-hmm. listen to a lot of podcasts I watch a lot of videos mm-hmm. like um, I'm I'm always learning I'm always a yeah. student and I yeah. think that is what set you aside um, from like okay trainers is like being able to um, truly be educated mm. um, beyond just kind of your cert but you should start with the cert yeah
0: like, that's hard. great yeah. what do you th- would you say that the certification was the hardest part of your business because it's what established you it's a lot of work put into it was it just breezing your sales after that
1: or oh my gosh no No? no 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 it so one of the things about pursuing your passion is it brings up so much stuff in you and for me it was so challenging because I finally was like okay here's what i've always wanted to do and um wow so anyways like now i have to figure it out (laughs) and (laughs) and, like what's the first step yeah so there's kind of this (laughs) man this beautiful like scary um season that happens or at least happened for me after my cert where like um I was like, okay, how do I apply everything I've learned? What does it actually look like to do this? And you were one of those people. I was. That I took on. The privileged um, few. Yeah, to just like, all right, I'm just going to figure it out. And just, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's what I'd like to do is just trial and error. And so, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And we sure did. We figured it or out. didn't we trial and error? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, lots of lots of patience.
0: Crazy mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. <laughs> no bro i was just in for the ride and bro psh,
1: look at that <laughs> got
0: muscles now what mm-hmm. the heck didn't have those before
1: yeah fucking
0: <laughs> big but yeah. bro psh, please stop please <laughs> i mean continue yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no <laughs> so okay you the process of creating a business is itself a challenge yeah. you learn new things about yourself you grow did you ever have any challenge with competition? Did you ever find yourself losing clients to somebody else? Do you ever, do you see anybody else in the city that you live in doing the same thing that you're doing on the same scale? Cause obviously there's people who've got their own yeah. setup and are, are bigger and it's like, oh, I want to be that someday but maybe like not right now. Is there anybody else who's like running this, in this lane with you? So in this race that you see that you're like, oh, like I could do this better or they're doing this better than I am. How can I learn?
1: Yeah. Um, so with, with that, I, I think specifically with personal training, mm-hmm. um, because it's such an individualized service, um, there's not enough personal trainers for all the people that are in the world. I believe that I'll always have business, mm-hmm. not because I'm the best, but because my personality, my skill set, my deep conviction um, for authentic health is going to uh, really connect with certain individuals in a way that it wouldn't with other people. Hmm. Um, so yep. I don't. My my passion isn't to get a bunch of clients, mm-hmm. but it's it's instead to get the right clients, um, that are ready for life change that, that, um, have some of the same, not all the same, but some of the same, um, core principles and values Mm -hmm. that I have. Um, and to, for us to really, as a team, figure out what looks best for them as far as health goes.
0: Totally. So would you say it's relational, like there's clients out there who fit who you are and you're getting those clients because you understand who you are. You're able to bring yourself to the table, say, my business is actually part me. Oh, yeah. You're kind of like this hybrid of your business is your business. It's Mm -hmm. training somebody, but it's also the customer experience of connecting with Logan Faulkner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely don't believe in like being a chameleon unto the sale. Mm -hmm. You know, like to just get the sale or to just like get the client, Mm -hmm. um, because ultimately, yeah, you are getting me and I'm not going to compromise that. Um, that's great. Yeah. You're going to get my convictions. You're going to get my, like your experience. However long it's been, nine years of experience, you know, and, and everything I've learned, everything that I've personally grown in process with, that's, yeah, that's what you're getting. And, um. work together you know that's great if not then there's another another awesome guy out there somewhere you know i think the best business people understand that Mm. that
0: there's somebody out there for everyone there's clients out there for you there's clients out there for the next person that wants to start their own business
1: Yeah, yeah true
0: so with that said where can people find you
1: on instagram instagram what's your insta um l faulkner fitness
0: l faulkner fitness yeah okay Awesome. So they can just reach out to you if they want. Yeah, just DM. Yeah, just shoot them a DM. Check.
1: <laughs> yeah. Jump in my DMs.
0: Yep. Slide in. Yeah. Say yo, I want to get swole? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. When
0: we start. Yeah. Can you um, also train people remote too?
1: Yeah. Not I, just local. Yeah, exactly. I do, whatever, whatever works. Facetime, Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. I go to people's houses. They yep. come to mine. Yep. Just do all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah cool man mm-hmm. well this has been awesome chatting yeah is
0: there anything else that you would want to say just any last piece of advice that you'd want to give
1: somebody who's maybe in the shoes that you were in a year ago as far as like um stepping out and doing yeah. Your business yeah oh, man um stay with it i think there is so there's so many statistics about um, I think it's something like 80% of personal trainers quit within the first year. Mm. And I think for me, staying with it has been so rewarding because I went through about six months of questioning it, you know, am I, am I, do I have the right personality for this? Mm-hmm. Am I like best suited for this? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's taught me in person. I haven't shadowed anyone. Yeah. Um, cause I personally never felt like the. Um, like being at a at a gym, um, being employed at a gym was right for me because I have such a unique um, message and style. Um, and I just didn't want to be like, uh, I, I didn't want to be like any other trainer. I wanted to be like my, you know, myself. But anyway, yeah, so yeah, like totally. staying, staying with that and kind of just like braving those hard questions and continuing to learn, continuing to, Um, pursue what it what it authentically looks like for me as a business owner um, was so rewarding um, when I started getting more clients when I started gaining confidence but yeah so I'll just say just stay with it it's really um, it really brings up all of the insecurities all the self-doubt all the pressure but uh, if you keep going and you'll see results that's great man yeah
0: well, cool. Well, this has been a great conversation. Yeah. And I know that you've got somebody that you've got to go train. Yeah, So I'll let you go. But yeah. yeah, this has been really good. Really appreciate you sitting down. I know people listening just I'm like, I got so much from this. I know yeah. that they're going to get so much from this. So thanks, yeah, bro, this has been great. I guess I'll see you for our training session on Monday. That's right. Yep.
1: All right, man. Well, Thanks for having me. Peace.